Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here for this month's edition of the RHAP Rewind. And it is Listener Choice Month because we are back to give you some options here for what will be covered in the month of April in the RHAP Rewind. So each week of this month, we're going to watch a different show and then uh, that show will be rewatched in full in its entirety in the month of April. And here with me to join uh, through watching all of these shows, a man who is uh, one of our most experienced people at watching old reality shows. Here is the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? I'm good, Rob. Happy Listener's Choice Month. Oh, yeah. Listener's Choice Month. We're here. We're here and I'm in my bag. This is my cup of tea. Old reality TV shows, things that nobody cares about except me. I'm I'm here and I'm ready. Okay. Very excited. And what a great way to kick off this month because we're going to take a look at 2005's Battle of the Network Reality Stars from Bravo, a who's who of 2005 reality TV. What a time capsule. We're going to look at this. This will be the first four shows we will watch here in the month of March, watch the first episode, and then in the month of April, uh, cover a entire run of this series and we are very lucky to have with us a reality tv expert please welcome the great brian scally is here scally how are you hello hello i am good i'm excited as someone who was sneaking all of these bad reality shows and more as a little kid <laughs> through years i feel like i'm finally putting that to good use i know who like basically all of these people are even if you know it feels like even maybe the host doesn't know sometimes i am very excited to talk about this show okay all right okay. so this is uh, the first one of the month. You didn't miss any. Uh, it was just a uh, very busy uh, week last week. So uh, we ended up pushing back the start of this uh, March RJP Rewind uh, here till the second week of March. We'll go for uh, the rest of March. Watch four more first episodes of shows and then give you the chance to vote here at the end of the month. But Chappelle, I'm very excited because here, you know, there's a lot going on between I'm watching the Survivor season every single week. Big Brother Canada is back, tough as nails, still doing 90 Day Fiance. I am thrilled at the prospect of only watching one extra episode of reality TV a week. Yeah, this is designed to give you a break, Rob. You Catch know, my breath. You got a, 
you got a lot on your plate and that's okay because mm-hmm. I am here to take over the plate a little bit, you know, like you got stuff spilling over and I'm going to catch all the leftovers. And so uh, I'm excited to be here with you. Definitely excited to be here with Scally. You have to understand when this uh, like idea comes up, this particular shows like the listeners were saying all these reality shows, I see something like this. And the first person who pops in my mind is Scally because I know that while he was sneaking these shows, I was watching these shows. We basically were in the same household in my mind because we watched all of this crap and we are, I mean, there's nobody better to talk about than, uh, you know, with Scally and yourself, Rob. You probably know a lot of these people in real life, don't you? Yes, I think I've met uh, more than a few of these people. And we could talk about all of that. Of course, uh, this is available on YouTube if you want to go back and watch the uh, 2005 uh, premiere of the Battle of the Network Reality Stars. Uh, Brian, could you tell us a little bit about your backstory with this? Did you watch it when uh, you were a little kid? Oh, I did. I was scrolling through the channels, find a show on Bravo with Dr. Will Kirby himself, and immediately am, I'm going to watch all of this. So I think probably what happened was, I don't know if they had aired them like in a binge, either after like the first week or um, like to catch people up for the finale. But I remember just sitting there and watching hours of all of these reality TV personalities that I had been watching before on a channel that I had really never watched before somehow yeah and yeah bravo was just sort of like starting to find itself like uh in the reality tv game i think that they had uh their big hit at that point was uh queer eye that that was sort of like put them on the map and then uh i don't even know if the housewives franchise had launched yet at this time so uh this was just the beginning of a long storied history for the Bravo network. Uh, Kathy Griffin was very involved that she had uh, my life on the D list. And then also she hosts the reunion show for this as well. Uh, a, lot going, a lot going on. Kathy's mom, Maggie on this show. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Kathy Griffin was an icon to reality TV back then, you know, like she, you know, she was a comedian, celebrity uh, mole contestant, celebrity mole contestant but once she took over with her life on the deed list yeah i think that was one of the shows that really kind of pushed bravo into the reality realm another one of those shows being like um like project runway i think was on bravo as well so there was there's a few they tiptoed into the water and now bravo is like known for all of these like housewives or whatever they do now but back then, yeah, it was just the every every now and then you would see like a show about a sh- about someone you know from a reality TV show, and that was kind of Bravo's bag. And I enjoyed it. I was watching everything, literally everything. Yeah, Chappelle, did you watch this when it aired in two thousand five? I think so. Um, and I remember I hadn't watched a lot of the other shows in real time because you know, like I don't think in two thousand five I had time to keep up with all of this stuff. So like Temptation Island. And uh, The Apprentice, I really didn't watch those. Mm-hmm. But because of shows like this and The Surreal Life and You've other shows, i just kind of binging The Apprentice now, right? I, I have not Recently. watched The Apprentice. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I'm ever going to see it. I'm just going to ask you guys to kind of catch me up on what I missed. But yeah, this was, this was like my introduction to some of those shows. I was very excited to uh, be able to watch them yeah. and, you know, get an idea for who these famous people were. I mean, Rob, Amorosa is on this cast. Yeah. Yeah, well, Omarosa, yeah, she's one of the commentators with uh, Bachelor Bob Guinea and uh, Trishelle. So this was a uh, loaded uh, group. Uh, there are four teams that took place uh, or took part in the Battle of the Network reality stars from all across the different shows. The teams are not divided by network. Uh, they're sort of just like randomly thrown together 
which uh, we could talk about uh, as well. I actually uh, did talk about this one time previously in 2017 that there was a new Battle of the Network realities or Network Stars, which I totally forgot that that was going to uh, be a thing. And uh, to prep for that, I talked about this with uh, Mike Bloom and Kurt Clark once upon a time, but I totally forgot that they re- they brought the Battle of the Network rea- Stars back at one point. Yeah, um, I'm surprised. I know that, that this was a plan. They were going to do this every year, and it very much did not work out well. So for them to have revisited this in, what was that, 2017? Yeah. Uh, definitely a surprise for me. Uh, more so was inhibiting my search results. As uh, <laughs> yes. That was the biggest impl- uh, impact of my life. That it is very on brand, though, uh, with the uh, theme of the week, uh, 2017 reality shows that did not go great, as we covered uh, Survivor Game Changers also uh, on the Top 40 Countdown this week as well. So in the 70s, I guess, and into the 80s, there was a battle of the network uh, TV stars, and there is a a lot of nostalgia in uh, these episodes of uh, Skelly, there's a lot of talk about how, like, oh, remember how great it was, but you know what? I bet it really wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know why we really needed to continuously reference the original series. I guess paying homage is uh, something they're, you know, bound to do when this gets mm-hmm. revived, but... I don't know. I know in future episodes, did we need to bring on like big 70s stars to interview them or have Austin Scarlett look at the fashions of t-shirts <laughs> and bathing suits? I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yeah, Chappelle, it is like a crazy idea of like, could you imagine that uh, if like now that there was going to be some sort of like primetime TV stars uh, were going to be like doing like the shot put or obstacle courses on television? Like 0.0 uh, people would be watching this at nighttime. I, I disagree. You if think you so? Tell me, they watch it? Yeah. If you tell me NeNe Leaks is about to start doing the shot put, I'm there. Okay. <laughs> I'm there with popcorn. <laughs> I'm watching every minute of that. No, I, I think I think you can get viewership if you get, you know, the, the messy reality stars, yeah. right? Or like the television characters that you want to see. You could probably bring Amarosa back still. She's still kind of relevant from her big brother celebrities than a couple years ago um but yeah yeah i don't think like if you cast it correctly i think people will watch these people do anything because what we're looking for is drama so the competitions eh, that's fine but i want to hear the commentary about each other and you know each other's performance and then even some some social media aftermath to show me uh you know um who's famous right now in television uh, maybe the cast of uh, Modern Family or something like that, you know, beefing with Amarosa because of the shop that's <laughs> gone wrong, you know, yeah. <laughs> give me something like that. I wonder if this would be sort of more interesting to instead of like going like super broad with like people from all different shows, if it was like super specific, almost like a, like a Bachelor in Paradise model, like Scally, like would this work if they did it with like all Big Brother people or all because i mean that kind of like uh like that's kind of how the mtv challenge uh got going where it's like hey we're bringing in all the people from the real world and the road rules like people that are sort of like in these franchises even if it was like the battle of the cbs reality stars like i feel like that the more sort of like specific you go with this i think the more interest there might be 
For sure. I think that even I, who somehow did find the time that Chappelle did not to watch almost every one of these shows, was constantly thinking like, all right, which average Joe is which? I'm not sure. So (laughs) if you were to narrow it down to just one network or at least sort these teams by network or something along the lines, I think it becomes a lot more clear and accessible for the everyday person to watch. Mm -hmm. That's such a good point. There are so many average Joes. First of all, we not, before we get into some of these shows and these people, I just have to say that, like, looking back at the list of shows that these people are from and the cast, I'm thinking, oh, wow, I remember that show, only to find out that there's like six sequels of each of these shows. Like, you know, there's a million apprentices, a million of, you know, um, The Amazing Race. And that makes sense to me. A million survivors, fine. But when you tell me there's a, like an average Joe season five, I'm like, what? What? The Swan season 12. Mm -hmm. What are y'all talking about? Why are there five all-star seasons of Project Runway? I have questions. So that was one of my biggest shockers from looking at the cast. It was like, okay, I understand that some of y'all are from the same shows, but I had no clue people still cared about these shows after maybe the first or second season. Yeah. Scally, I think that there are legit people here. They're like, who? Who is this? Like, this was the best 32 that you could come up with? Yeah, I even again, I watched all of these and like Bradford eliminated week two on The Apprentice, like really skimming Mm -hmm. the bottom. Did we just want to have all the shows (laughs) represented? And everyone else said no, literally every single person. because (laughs) It is surprising the representation, even on some of the shows that we are more familiar with. Yeah. Okay, should we go through the cast? I feel like that that's probably the the best way to uh, jump into this. Uh, There are four teams. Uh, there's a dark blue team. There is a green team. There's a red team. Uh, and then uh, there is uh, the white team. But then they get uh, team captains. And then the teams uh, get the name of the captain. That was the, yeah, com- the color coding. It's, okay. it's easier to remember if you call them like Team Coral, Team mm-hmm. Miz, you know, not to spoil who the captains are, but you know, uh, as opposed to saying the red team, the green team, the blue team, and the lighter blue team, you know, yeah. like it's, mm, just just pick something and call them we talk about this with survivor all the time we don't really care about the tribe names but we do want to know who the people are and what team they're on so yeah. it helps um just also big picture this was impossible to follow anything of what's going on that it seemed like that there was almost no structure that this was just like a like somebody's like home movie of everything that was going on there that it was sometimes that you're just like uh people are just standing around like milling about that this was uh a extremely hard show to follow anything that was going on for sure. And uh, like, yes, I am excited to watch like dried up reality stars in some cases play color wars or like a backyard games field day, whatever. But uh, the average viewer is not going to be trying to put in any effort mm-hmm. to figure out who the 30 out of 32 characters that they don't know on this show are. Yeah. And yeah. Ch- Chappelle, when you get a bunch of reality stars uh, together in an environment like this, like it- it's not fun. Oh, so are you saying that out of experience? Are you saying like this was not a fun watch for you? No, it's well, I'll say both things Um, because (laughs) that you have a bunch of people who are used to being the center of attention and then they're all trying to outdo each other to be the center of attention. And there's only so many cameras. And so that they're just going to go to you're going to get like so much Jonathan Baker just being a total a-hole just for the sake of like, oh, okay, I've cracked the formula of this is how I'm going to get the most airtime being here on this show look the reason we like reality tv you know stars is because they're messy 
you know, the shows might not be so messy, but the people are. And if you can get the mess, then that's what you want. So you cast a Jonathan Baker and a Mike Boogie and other people like that so that you can have those moments, even Coral, you know. But what you'll notice is the the messiest of the mess always rises to the top. The cream always comes out on top. So even though these are a ton of people who are self-absorbed and want the camera on them, you're still going to get more Jonathan than anybody. Mm-hmm. You're going to get Hatch. You know, like these people are going to make themselves known. So I actually kind of enjoy seeing them jockey for position to see who can get the best camera time. Mm-hmm. Scally, the problem for me is that there's no game here. It's just like people standing around and trying to see like who could be the biggest jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I'm wondering, I saw the preview is like, all right, we're playing touch football and like a few more organized games rather than like climbing a cargo net, like the kindergarten version of American Ninja Warrior courses. I understand that they were probably trying to rival like a real world, uh, the real world road rules challenges. And even though they brought some people over, but it is just like the babiest of baby versions of that in this first episode. Okay. All right. So the teams have to elect a captain. Uh, so from this group, the Miz is going to be elected a captain. And uh, this Chappelle, this was good casting uh, for then and has uh, stood up to the test of time having the Miz yes. here. The Miz is one of our highlights for this season because the Miz, uh, back at this time, he was known for the real world back to New York. I think at this point he had gone on the, the real world world rules challenge at this point to a, a couple times, mm-hmm. honestly. And I think he was relatively successful, but he was becoming a bigger personality than, uh, than he was at the time. And now he is a full fledged, uh, full fledged wrestler. Um, back then that was the Miz's whole thing. He was Mike and he wanted to be a wrestler. So everything that we saw him on television, he always incorporated wrestling into it. I'm going to be a pro wrestler one day. They called him the Miz on the real world. It was kind of goofy back then. But he called his shot and look at him. He is, I mean, clearly one of the stars of the WWE right now. So it worked out for him for sure. Uh, Scally, do you remember the Miz in his heyday? Oh, I remember the Miz. Like the Miz <laughs> comes with a fully fleshed out character. He knows exactly who he's going to be on the show. And so it's easy casting him knowing that like exactly what you're getting. He's going to always be playing up, antagonizing everyone else. He is the best. Like even in this episode where he's saying, like oh like uh, that's my reality i am the miz i'm the greatest like okay we get it and so it's like very clear Mm -hmm. both to pick him as the captain and to have him on the show yeah yeah he uh, gets into a battle with richard hatch for supremacy of the uh dark blue team and they go to uh rock paper scissors and uh the miz bests uh, richard hatch in rock paper scissors Uh, that was very uh fascinating to see Chappelle. Yeah, you're not used to seeing Richard lose a lot. You know, we know him from as the winner of Survivor, but at this point he had already lost uh Survivor All-Stars. So this was it wasn't completely out of the realm to see Richard take an L. But uh yeah, I think the show was trying to highlight Richard Hatch as the strategic narrator of the season, which makes sense considering where he came from. But He's good yeah, at if yeah. I, but if I have to pick a captain. I think I'm going with the Miz for this team. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, those are the big heavy hitters on this team. Uh, Let me tell you the rest of the dark blue team. Uh, We have Ryan Starr from American Idol. Uh, Scally, do you have any recollection of Ryan Starr from American Idol? I do. (laughs) And again, (laughs) this is just, this is how my brain works. I can, you know, tell me something of importance yesterday. I'm not going to remember. Ask me to name the boot list of like season one of American Idol. I got you. So how far did she go? 
Uh, she would about the halfway point. I think she's point. top seven in the season one yeah. of American Idol. Exactly. Yeah, she got, like, she got hosed. Uh, who who would make Ryan Star? Ryan Star is a rocker. You know, mm-hmm. that's our rock and roll chick from season one. And they're like, okay, this week disco. Well, that's the end of Ryan Star. <laughs> <So> <laughs> next scene on the Battle of the, Re- the Network reality uh, TV stars. Was I happy to see Ryan Star here? Eh, it was fine at the time. Looking back now, I'm like, oh, there she. That's a person that I knew of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. Not, yeah, not horrible casting, I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, you had Valerie Penso from the OG uh, Temptation Island. Uh, she was not there with uh, Kaya, her Temptation Island partner. I know nothing about yes. Temptation Island at all. Scally, come on, bring it home. OG okay. Temptation so, Island with uh, still with Mark L. Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, oh. it was a show that I was sneaking, but uh, one of the ones that I was definitely uh, more, it was fr- more frowned upon that I was trying to watch this as a child. So Finger was on the remote, ready to change it at any point. So Valerie, I am a little unfamiliar with, but definitely recognize She's the name. She's super boring that I, I used oh to gosh. know her from, uh, that, and, and which is fun, which is like a compliment to say that, you know, yeah. their reality started super boring. It means they're like, they're like a decent, like well-adjusted person. Like, I don't know why they felt like they needed to have Temptation Island represented here, uh, to bring in Valerie Penso. Uh, Burton Question. is here from Survivor on, Pearl Islands. Rob, before you move on into your neck of the woods, yes. I do have a question about Temptation Island because yes. I've never seen this show. Scally yes. said he had his finger on the remote. That means he was watching something dirty. Was Temptation <laughs> Island OG dirty? Was it dirty yeah. or was it just dirty? I mean, it's not as dirty as the modern day reboot of uh, Temptation Island, but, you know, Ooh. like the, the, the premise is the same. Mm, okay. All right. I might have to go check this out. You know, people are going <laughs> to cheat on their partners and then it's the ultimate test of your relationship. How have I not seen this? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> tag me in. Yeah. yeah. Temptation Island, Paradise Hotel, all those back in the day were ones that probably just at least the format had you questioning even more than the content. Yeah. I think Temptation gotcha. Island was probably a like a more like above board than like a Paradise Hotel. Sure. Well, mm. <laughs> is that believe not hard it or to not. Do? Yeah. <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, Burton Roberts is here from uh, Survivor Pearl Island. So, uh, there, you know, there's there's Burton. I mean, uh, like uh, Burton is a nice guy. Like, uh, like he's never gonna electrify you on television. No, he's fine. Exactly. He's fine. It's, he's fine. It's fine. Um, we have <laughs> Heidi Bressler from season one of The Apprentice. Uh, Scally, did you uh, watch the uh, original Apprentice? Were you, was that something you were keeping your eye on? I did, and I was a Heidi fan back in the day. I even, you know, back then, always loved drama, and Heidi was loud. She is ready to argue her way in the boardroom, and she's not going to sit back. So it was exciting for me back then, and even still to get to revisit Heidi here. Yeah, Uh, she was a big character on that show. I totally forgot she's here in the uh, Battle of the Network Reality Stars. And so is Bradford bradford uh like he had a like a a famous boot uh like i think he got fired like early on he was like uh up like uh, he got fired for something stupid like he wouldn't throw somebody under the bus or no he brought himself into the boardroom i think it was yeah uh that and uh oh sam is is, uh, messaging us uh apprentice stan uh that uh he had immunity and gave it up uh that's what uh bradford he had a like a famous boot from the apprentice The dumbest move in Apprentice history. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes more sense in terms of like being a buzzworthy name at the time. But looking back, like there's no memory of Bradford, so it does not hold up to this day. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure if two Apprentice seasons had happened at this point, or if three, or if it was into the third season. But you know, it was a hot it was a hot show at that time. So uh, Bradford is here. Charlotte and Myrna are here. I like that they kept uh, the Amazing Race teams together. Charlotte and Myrna are here. Uh, Chappelle, we spent a lot of time with Charlotte getting her ready that she wants to be in the joust. And there's a lot that I, I would say that at least 15% of this episode we watched has to deal with Charlotte wanting to be in the joust, Charlotte getting ready for the joust, her actual match in the joust, and reaction to Charlotte in the joust. Yeah, this was one of the, the, the things we were building up to the most, right? Like, will Charlotte be okay in the joust? For the people not familiar with, with Charlotte, she's a little person, so she uh, has a, a, a height disadvantage in, in any competition, honestly, uh, that requires, you know, probably leverage or something like that. Uh, she's low to the ground, and so she felt like, this is going to be a good challenge for me in the joust. Uh, and so the entire episode, we're trying to determine, okay, is Charlotte going to be able to do this? Is the team going to vote her into this spot? She really wants to uh, prove, you know, that, you know, you shouldn't underestimate her in this spot. And the team actually goes with it. They're like, okay, well, you know, let's yeah. give her a shot. Richard Hatch is trying her out, trying to push her over. He's like, she's really sturdy, I guess. And so, uh, yeah, that's Hatch. He like but, pokes her know, like with one finger. It's like, oh, well, it looks pretty good. Yeah. He's uh, like, hey, there you go. So I'm, I'm happy solid. they gave... They gave her a shot. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about it later. But uh, yeah, I was very excited to see Charlotte in this spot because I remember her much better than I remember Myrna. I don't remember her at all. Nobody remembers Myrna. Yeah. Myrna is <laughs> like, yeah, she gets like a free ride. Uh, she's like uh, the uh, the teller of Penn and Teller. She's just like uh, <laughs> is around. She's the yeah. plus one. And plus so one. like <laughs> Charlotte's massively popular. Like I remember Charlotte for sure back in the day. It was always rooting for her. Excited to see her show back up here and so while i don't think the storyline was the most interesting i understand why they would want to highlight her mm -hmm. in particular okay yeah um all right the red team they're going to elect coral as uh the uh leader of their tribe coral from real world uh back to new york okay uh Chappelle, are you a coral guy everyone is a coral guy especially it's, it's edmo yeah, it is. A, it is a responsibility, honestly, at this point. Like you have to stand Coral until she gives us a reason not to. And thus far, I don't know the reason not to. If it has happened and I don't know about mm -hmm. it, maybe uh, send me a DM or something. Yeah. But as of this point in history, yeah, we are um, we are Coral fans. Back to New York is where her and the Miz actually met on the the Real World, and so I was happy to see them both on this season. I know when they were casted, they probably were looked at as almost a duo because I think they were on the challenge. They even were mm -hmm. presented. Almost pair a lot of times and their relationship came a long way when they were on uh, back to New York originally they didn't even get along and now this is one of those you know reality TV you know friendships that we talk about for years and years and years Scally is Coral going to be part of the OG challenge that they're doing she is not and it's like the biggest uh, casting miss because she was allegedly in the mix for some of the full seasons recently let alone this so I don't know how they didn't make that happen okay um, she is uh, the captain. Here's who else is on the red team. Will Weichel uh, makes the cut. Chappelle, um, I, I really don't remember Will Weichel much as a uh, Big Brother contestant. Uh, here he is. Uh, does Will Weichel have any other works that uh, people should know him from? Hmm. Um, Anything that's notable? 
Are, are you saying that uh, he? I'm asking a question. Yeah, I think he, I, I think he did some things very, after Big Brother. Yeah, I'm not very familiar with him in either realm. Honestly, I don't remember uh, him too much in Big Brother uh, season five. Yeah, because season he has five, some credits honestly, on his Wikipedia page. If anybody wants to research them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just incognito tab that probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember Will vaguely. I thought it was pretty cool to see him here. You don't, we don't often get Big Brother Five representation. You know, when do we talk about that? So I was, I was fine with Will here. Um, Scally, you're a big Will guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, Will was fine. Uh, I was a little surprised <laughs> looking back. I did not remember him being here. So uh, I'm sure at the time, Will made perfect sense casting uh, Big Brother 5. I don't know if it was the most recent season because otherwise I don't know how you don't get any Big Brother 6 representation here. Mm-hmm. So I have to assume so. Uh, but if you're going to go for the most recent season, Will's a perfectly fine choice. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're taking Will over Cowboy? <laughs> I am taking Will over Cowboy, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's okay. We, we Look, we got a lot of reality TV to cover, and, you know, we talk about Cowboy later on in, the, in, in reality TV world, especially uh, recently, so mm-hmm. don't worry about that. Cowboy will get his shot one day. Yeah, okay. Congratulations to uh, Will, Will Weichel. Uh, all right. <laughs> Evan Marriott is here. Chappelle, were you a Joe Millionaire guy? No. Uh, I watched Joe Millionaire like sparingly. I would see like recaps of it on I don't know if it was like the soup or best week best week ever or something like yeah. that back then. But Joe Millionaire doesn't doesn't really speak to my uh my my uh like interest when it comes to reality shows. Cause what's the premise is what? He's uh pretending to be a millionaire. Yes. Yes. And it was like trying to he's a me. construction worker and he makes eighteen thousand yeah. dollars a year. Yeah, first of all. And we're gonna lie to these women and then <laughs> well, tell them that he's a millionaire. First of all, if he's making $18,000 a year and he's a construction worker, he's working part-time anyway. Mm-hmm. So he had nothing better to do because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's no way you should be making that little money as a construction worker. Uh, but I, yeah, I remember him. Whenever I hear his name, I think of him sitting on some type of a like, like bulldozer with a construction hat on. And they're like, Joe Millionaire. Mm-hmm. Do I know who won the season? Do I know if there was a winner? Is he the winner there, for lying was to no all winner. these women? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does he get a million dollars if he... I think he's them yeah, all that he's a millionaire. Like, something. what's the, I don't remember what's the premise? Scott, did you hmm. watch Joe Millionaire? I did watch Joe Millionaire. It was it, I don't 34. Know 34.6 million people were watching <laughs> Joe Millionaire. <laughs> well, I was one of them. So, yeah, definitely <laughs> tuning in every week to Joe Millionaire. I remember like very much enjoying it. Was excited to see Evan Marriott show up. Uh, I don't know that he got anything for like convincing anyone to stay with him. I think that right. was uh, yeah, so, for love right, or money. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia. So, the uh, the woman that he picked, Zora, uh, they split $1 million. Uh, they did not stay together, though. Hmm. I think he ultimately well, gets paid more money just for doing the show. You yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, look at the viewership. This is a juggernaut. They could have had Evan Millionaire, uh, well, Evan Marriott action figures at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like Kung Fu Grip, and he has the 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 bulldozer and the the damn hard hat. <laughs> so mm-hmm. maybe that's, this was, that's you know, it's all about the merchandising. This was not the only appearance that Evan Marriott was making as Joe Millionaire around. Like, I'm sure he did the circuit, so he did fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rob, have you have you ever met Joe Millionaire? I am. Uh, I think one time. One time I met him. Was he was he seem nice? That or was did fine. He seem poor? I mean, he's like a zero personality. <laughs> he's like not one of these people that is like uh, that. He's on TV because he's like uh, this rambunctious character. He was like you know uh, a good enough looking guy who they just pulled off the street and said, "Okay, we're going to tell these women that you are a millionaire." Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, he's getting by off of we need an attractive guy. Yeah. And um, yeah. Very much it. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, the, he's like like a male model. I mean, he's just uh, not a lot going on there with uh, with Joe Millionaire. Um, Melissa Howard from the real world New Orleans. Uh, Scally, could you give us the reminder on Melissa Howard? Uh, Melissa is from a season that I have not seen. I remember her name popping up on the challenge, but as far as Melissa on the real world, I believe she was on New Orleans, New Orleans back in the day. So mm-hmm. there were a few more people from that season where that were a little more uh, memorable, at least from when I was watching. But I believe, Chappelle, were you watching at that point? Uh, yes, I was watching the real world New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, so was like someone's got to. Yeah, I remember Julie. I'm parenting. Uh, that was yes. the one person from that season that I remember. Yes, Julie, who yeah. tried to kill someone on a harness. Julie, hmm. <laughs> iconic Julie. No, we saw it. We saw it with our own eyes. People were screaming, yeah. and Julie was trying to murder them. We, we saw it, and uh, MTV just kept the camera rolling. Um, but yeah, I think the thing that's memorable about Melissa is that she was tiny, but she was feisty, and. I, I'm probably incorrect in saying this, but I, I remember thinking she was too young to be on the season. Like she was like 19 or something. And in New Orleans, like everyone is drinking and partying. And so that's kind of abnormal for the real world because they want everybody to be drinking and partying. Uh, and so I don't know if she was like a party to that and she was underage, but it was some something about that was like part of the storyline for that season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember Melissa, uh, big fan at the time. Yeah. Um, we have Adam Mesh from Average Joe. Uh, Scott, did you watch uh, Average Joe? The thing is, I did watch Average Joe at some point. I <laughs> know that I somehow was finding the time for all of these shows. I could not tell you one cast member from the other. It's not something that I've ever chose to revisit with my time. But uh, I at least was aware of the show at the time. <laughs> It's interesting that we have Adam Mesh from Average Joe and then uh, Evan Marriott from Joe Millionaire uh, here on the same team, Chappelle, because basically, yeah, Joe Schmo was like the inverse of Joe Millionaire, where that Joe Millionaire was like trying to fake out all the women that are on the show that uh, Average Joe um, was a show. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused with Joe Schmo. It's too uh, many I'm sorry. Joes. Uh, too many, it's too many, <laughs> too many Joes. Too many Joes. <laughs> too many Joes. Yeah. You got average Joe. No, you got Joe Schmo. You got Joe Millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Average Joe was what? That they brought like a bunch of guys to the island and then they brought like, um, like, uh, attractive women, but then they also brought in like s- studs. I think yeah, it was, was like, was well, Scotty, like, go ahead. A group of fairly average men by mm-hmm. whatever reality TV average. standards. Yes. And so you, I, I think there was one female lead who was dating them. And then about halfway through, like the studs came in, <laughs> like the typical casting for reality TV. Yeah. And could the average Joes maintain their lead here and end up with the girl at the end of the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm so it's bad. A, it's very, it's very, it's a, such a silly concept, honestly. Like, we out there in a beauty queen, and all of y'all are, y'all are okay. You know, some of y'all are overweight, some of y'all are underweight, some of y'all are kind of nerdy. Uh, let's just, you know, let's cast you anyway. And and it's so messed up because if I'm in that spot and the casting is saying like, you know, we want you for average, y'all like I'm, I would like to think I have better self esteem to think that I could do better than being like one of the average people so you can bring in the studs and like <laughs> shut, shut me out into the background uh, so <laughs> I hope these people have like you know acquired a little bit more self esteem and love themselves a little bit more than putting themselves in this position 
Yeah. Especially if someone in your life was coming to you like, hey, I got a show you should apply to. (laughs) (laughs) You would be perfect for this. You're a little nerdy, a little overweight. Like nobody really is clamoring for you, but you seem nice. I got the perfect (laughs) show for you. Um, And then Adam ends up coming back for Adam. uh, Adam returns Mm -hmm. his own season of Average Joe. (laughs) <laughs> he was slightly above average yes. compared to the other average Joes and so they gave him his own show so in fairness to me um, doesn't the guy at average Joe Adam look exactly like the guy from the Joe Schmo show I mean I think Adam's actually a, t- a little bit smaller because Matt Gould is, uh, is a, that's a big guy or at least mm-hmm. he was at the time um, but yeah it's I mean it's pretty close you got average Joe Joe Schmo and Joe, <laughs> Joe millionaire you know like whatever <laughs> Getting confused. They're losing me. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rachel Love Frazier is here from the Swan. Of course, Scally, who could forget Rachel Love Frazier? Me. Oh, <laughs> Rachel Love Frazier. Oh, the Swan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, here is where we've hit the most ridiculous show, I think. Talk With about the it. Swan. Uh, show Do you know what it is, take... Oh, I'm familiar. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. want to hear Scally's explanation yes. because this show is absurd Mm -hmm. um let's say uh, they would take some average jones and (laughs) (laughs) give them a makeover with quite a bit of plastic surgery liposuction like the works and then throw them out on stage and judge them in a beauty competition so uh don't know that this show's ever coming back (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god it was it was like two women were both going through it uh at the same time right i think each episode and then i don't know if they chose between the two like all right your results were better or how exactly that was done but eventually i know that like over the course of the season it was qualifying you for some final pageant it's like wow like uh fox was out here trying some stuff in the 2000s (laughs) Very much yeah. some stuff. They, they <laughs> that were is like, true. All right, let's try it. <laughs> what, what, who cares? I mean, y'all want to get plastic surgery? Okay, cool. Let's do it. You know, mm-hmm. and, then, uh, and then it's a beauty contest based on the plastic surgery and the makeover they got. So it's like, you know, maybe you just didn't do as good a work on my nose as you did on her nose. Should I be penalized in the contest because my nose isn't perfect? You, you were supposed to fix it. You know, I don't I don't know. This is this is insane. I don't like this at all. I'm sure Rachel is a very nice lady, but uh yeah, whew, these are some beginnings. This is <laughs> this is where you tiptoe your, your you dip your foot in the in the reality TV water, you might never come back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also on the red team is Duncan Nutter from Showbiz Moms and Dads, a show I never heard of other than being on this. Have you ever heard of Duncan Nutter, Chappelle? Of course. They call remember Duck Nut? Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Duck Nut. Duck Nut had like seven kids. That's what I remember about mm-hmm. him. It was a it was a bunch of like uh like it was him and his wife were like uh, the dad and momager of like, you know, these kids that were trying to be like, kind of like the Osmonds, I guess. You know, like they were trying to like raise his family and, and they were all supposed to be on like in show business one day. And I believe they were like, um, uh, I don't know. The show was short-lived, obviously. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. going to say, uh, I'm try- you could say anything. I'll believe you about Duncan Nutter. Like, this was Bravo trying to make showbiz moms and dads happen. <laughs> it was <laughs> not working happen. out. It's it was a last-ditch effort happen. with having Duncan Nutter on Battle of the Network <laughs> reality stars. Yeah, I think of all the shows, this might be the only one that got like yeah. one, that we've talked about so far, that's got one season and it was it. Like, like yeah. no, nope, yeah. that's it. You think Duncan Nutter is on Cameo? 
Oh my God. Ooh. First of all, how much would we pay for Dunkin' Nuts? <laughs> Let's name our price now. And then if he's on it, I just drop the money right now. <laughs> Let me see. $20. <laughs> mm, no, I don't think there's a Dunkin' Nutter is on here, but maybe mm. uh, we can find some of the. Uh, I bet at least half the people from this cast are uh, on the cameo, I got to think. I would have to think so. <laughs> yeah. No, well, here's the thing. Is there anybody clamoring for the Dunkin' Nutter cameo? Like, who's the person sitting at home like, yes, Dunkin' Nutter's on here. I gotta call it. Like, I gotta do this. $40? Shoot, that's yes. Is Tang. Rachel Love Frazier on cameo? <laughs> if she is, I have some questions. Okay, and I'd pay whatever it takes to get that question answered. Um, yeah, that, ooh, that's a good exercise, Rob, to go in here and find out, like, the, who's the most obtainable person, and then let's get them on a cameo, or let's get them for an interview, like a talking with T-Bird type situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell us about everything that's going on. Um, also yeah. on the uh, red team, uh, you know what? I'm looking at the Wikipedia, but the Wikipedia has like all the swaps that happen later on. Yeah. So that, that's throwing us off. Okay. I think that's everybody from the red team. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, that, that's it. That's it for sure. All right. Let's talk about the green team. Uh, the green team was actually introduced second. Uh, the green team is Team Chip. Chip and Kim are going to uh, le- lead us off here. And uh, everybody loves Chip and Kim, right? How could mm. you not? <laughs> even this team race person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like this <laughs> I was gonna no, say tell, like this ragtag group of like reality stars like even they cannot deny like how great Chip and Kim are so mm-hmm. <laughs> but this yeah my, they're very fun here yeah this is my introduction to them so when I saw I was like they seem lovely and then everybody like talking about them says the same thing I think uh, some people were like oh yeah it's Chip and he's such a sweet guy and his wife is amazing I was like these people are lovely. I hope they won the Amazing Race. Of course, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Hey, Spoilers. look at that. There you go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I don't have to rewatch season five now. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So they did have uh, Matt from the Joe Schmo show. Okay. All right. So now yeah. I'm feeling less feeling less less crazy. Uh, <laughs> that, but I, I don't think I was able to tell the difference between Matt from the Joe Schmo show and Adam from uh, Average Joe. All the Joes are accounted for, Rob. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Sue Hawk is here. Sue Hawk is uh, that, and it's interesting that they have her and Richard both here on uh, the Battle of the Network reality stars. Sue Hawk had gone through her own uh, swan-like uh, transformation after Survivor All Stars uh, that she had like was very public about that she was having like a lot of different uh, plastic surgery procedures, and I'm not sure if that was inspired by the swan uh but she was like a very very like it was very uh public about uh what she was doing uh with all that but i love sue hawk excited to see her anywhere uh i kind of feel like that this is like one of her last public appearances yeah um i'm always i like sue hawk on television as well yeah. uh but i was kind of shocked to see her here with richard like we know this is after survivor all-stars and we mm-hmm. know that didn't end great and no. so uh, you know, maybe this is one of her last television appearances because you don't want to keep getting yeah. paired up with your uh, attacker. Right. <laughs> so and I'm pretty sure they were both why. at the Survivor 10 year anniversary, uh, which was in 2010 also. But I don't know if anybody's ever uh, seen her since then. Mm-mm. Well, you would have uh, more connection to her than us. Is this a talking with T-Bird that we need to go find well, out? I think, she's on, the list. I think she's on the list. Ooh, yeah, I'd love to talk to Sue Hawk. You have to ask her about Battle of the Network reality stars now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Will is here. And, uh, Scally, at least in this episode, that Dr. Will was sort of like the, uh, like, 
in the Kid Nation Jared spot where you never really saw <laughs> Dr. Will actually doing anything. You just like uh, the cut to like, oh, here's Dr. Will like commentating on some things. Yeah, the one of the people I'm the most excited to see. And he talked about this. I found like a clip from him talking on Big Brother All Stars live feeds about this mm-hmm. and was just like, yeah. So if you're tuning in for Dr. Will and he's just not participating in that much in episode one, he's not on the show. So we get a few snarky comments or him praising how great Chip is, but ultimately not the biggest feature here for Dr. Will. Yeah. Chappelle uh, didn't recognize uh, the young Will Kirby. Uh yeah, well you know Dr. Will is also a fan of uh Swan like makeovers. <laughs> and so um you know, he this is a departure from the Will we know today who is very as I've gone on record is that very shiny now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um very his face is very um, you know, shiny, I will say. And so back then yeah, he looked like a uh normal human being as opposed to the android he has <laughs> now become. Uh but I was happy to see Dr. Will as, as well. And like you cannot be a big brother fan at this time in life and not be a fan yes. of Dr. Will. So this was what we needed. Thank you, Will, the other Will for showing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but we got the one we wanted as well. Yes. Do you think they accidentally booked Will Weichel? They're like, hey, we got Will from Big Brother. Yes, it's definitely possible. Mm -hmm. I know even Will was saying on the feeds, he met Will Weichel on the last day and was like, hi. Oh, you're also from Big Brother. Nice to meet you. Also, Will (laughs) (laughs) was very surprised to see him there. Will, that sucks. Uh, Theo Vaughn (laughs) is here. uh, And Theo Vaughn has gone on to do a lot of things uh, since then. He's had a a good career. But uh, why? Why? He seemed like he was the only person that didn't like Chip. No, he he said some good things about Chip. It just he he found Chip easy to make fun of, mm-hmm. and I, and I can relate to that. I like a lot of people, but if you want me to make fun of them, I can too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Theo is good casting for something like this because I think even Chip says it like Theo hasn't lost a competition in his whole life. I don't believe that to be true, but up to this point, he had won. I think two of the challenges that he had done. Uh, I think he he raked in like eighty five thousand dollars doing these MTV challenges. So uh, Theo's a good candidate for any team, I think. Okay. Yeah. He's another one like The Miz, where The Miz always knew he wanted to be a wrestler. Theo knew he wanted to be a stand-up comedian and was just here to like practice out his comedy before actually going <laughs> out and doing it on a stage. Is is he going to be an OG, Scally? Ooh, he is not. I think he was left uh, out, but not ultimately cast. What is He's too big this? for the show. He's really? too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, the, no, I don't like that. Okay, <laughs> Brian Worth is here from Average Joe Hawaii. Uh, <clears> does, <throat> <laughs> well, how many Average Joes down uh, did you have to go before you got to Average Joe Hawaii? It's, it's like the Fast and the Furious. So eventually, it's just Average Joe, and he's like okay. jumping out of like jumping off of uh, like ships and cars and stuff like that. We don't know what the like the actual plot of the movie is anymore. Like that's the Average Joe Hawaii. It's it's basically like it's not even a reality show. It's it's kind of like a, a Hawaii Five O Magnum PI spinoff starring <laughs> yeah. this guy. So actually, so if you've never seen it. I just spoiled it for this, you. The second one, Average Joe Hawaii, according to Wikipedia, in the second season, Average Joe Hawaii, uh, Larissa uh, chose Attractive Gill over Average Joe Brian Worth. A few days later, on a honeymoon between uh, Hyatt and uh, and uh, Larissa, Larissa revealed she had once dated Fabio, which caused Gil to leave her in disgust. Um, wait a minute. Oh, yes, Judd Bertha. No, no, <laughs> Fabio, Fa- the real Fabio, oh, the real Fabio. You know, Judd Bertha is the only Fabio I acknowledge. I guess. <laughs> um, 
which for me would have been a lot better. But would you be disgusted if you found out that somebody you would you were dating dated Fabio? Like, is that like a deal breaker? Like, if Nicole told you Rob, like back before you, there was now, Fabio. Are we talking about the real Fabio or Judd Berza? Uh, either one. <laughs> I definitely have some questions. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could call the whole thing off at this point. <laughs> like, why didn't you ever tell me that? Why? How did? Why, how did you even know him? I mean, how would it come up in conversation? Like, you're just sitting at the dinner table, and all of a sudden, you you ever heard of Fabio? Yeah. Watching, <laughs> she's like, well, you watching. never asked. Like, well, I didn't think that that was something I would have to ask. They, they would just come up. Like, well, there wasn't a good time. Points. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there you go. There's uh, average, average Joe Hawaii. Uh, Scally. No, Scally. Did you watch Average Joe Hawaii behind our backs? I'm sure that I watched Average Joe Hawaii, <laughs> but do I have any memory of Average Joe Hawaii? No, I was too focused on the Celebrity Mole Hawaii to retain any information <laughs> from Average Joe Hawaii. Yeah. One Hawaii show at a time. One, yes, one exactly. Hawaii show at a time. Okay, so that was Brian from Average Joe Hawaii. And then uh, also from American Idol uh, season one, uh, uh, Nikki McKibben, though, RIP. Uh, Nikki McKibben, I believe, uh, within in the last year, uh, passed away very sadly. Uh, she was 42. Uh, she was uh, that, that's somebody else that I knew from uh, back in the day. Uh, she was uh, certainly uh, had troubles, uh, Nikki McKibben. So uh, very sad to see. Uh, you know, I, I'd forgotten she was in this, but you know, it was very sad to see that uh, she passed away at such a young age. She was somebody who the spotlight of American Idol and uh, you know uh, having that that kind of fame it was not a good thing for her. Mm. Yeah, definitely sad with Nikki. Uh, the bigger American Idol get here, <laughs> getting yeah. third place on the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, not surprising to see her uh, being someone that they contacted. She's a big personality too. We we didn't get to see a ton of it here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and then we have our uh, fourth team, Team Jervis. Hey, we team know him. Jervis. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And good for Jervis. Uh, Jervis never ages. No, no, no. That black don't crack. He's still there. <laughs> he's, um. I mean, Jervis is like, uh, he's looked exactly the same for, uh, you know, tw- going on 20 years now. Yeah. And this was young athletic Jervis. Like, mm-hmm. he comes in and he says, I should be captain because I'm the most athletic person on the team. Uh, uh, a major departure from Blood versus Water, where we <laughs> see him struggle in many of the challenges. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is the Jervis that I knew, right? Like, in my mind, you know, when I started watching Survivor, uh, my avatar was Jervis. I was like, hey, that, there's a black guy on there. And so by the time I saw him on this, I was like, oh, yeah, my people. Jervis is here. So I was very happy to see Jervis in this spot. Yeah, good for Jervis uh, showing up here on the Battle of the Network Reality Stars. I forgot that he was on this. Um, Mike Boogie is here. And Scally, this was a get for Mike Boogie because uh, this is not post Big Brother All-Stars. Uh, this is uh, a post Big Brother 2 Mike Boogie. Yes, uh, I know Dr. Will pulled the same move that he did on All Stars. He said, <laughs> I will do your show if Mike Boogie also gets called. Yes. Which, to, <laughs> to which they said, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think well, this was probably an easier sell than Big Brother All Stars. Um, but yeah, Mike Boogie, a brunette Mike Boogie showing up here too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chabelle, were you tweeting the other day about Mike Boogie's proposal in Big Brother 2? No, it wasn't me. I okay. don't know who that person is. Sounds like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with this Michael Boogie, uh, but I do. I, I I'm yeah. I don't really know this person. Uh, you know, whatever. But <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, 
Scotty's right. Uh, first, they called the wrong Will. And when they realized <laughs> it, they were like, oh, crap, we got to get the real Will on the phone. They called Dr. Will. He's like, well, I have this friend. And they're like, yeah. fine. What, what place was he in on Big Brother? And they're like, I don't know. He went on like third or fourth. Like, <laughs> fine. Just, just whatever it takes. And yeah. then he goes and- on to you know, be on other shows as well. Will said as much on the live feeds that Boogie was his plus one, just like Mirna was Charlotte's plus one. Mm-hmm. It was blatantly, I am taking him here. Yeah, they were a package <laughs> deal at the time. All right. Um, Brittany Brower from America's Next Top Model Cycle for Scally. Is this a important person from the world of America's Next Top Model? Uh, as much as any like top four <laughs> contestant or so is from America's yes. Next Top Model. She's a good personality. She's like a lot of fun. She was like the loud party girl of the season who like they would worry would maybe not be professional enough all the time when meeting people. So she's definitely a good get in terms of casting. Uh, and But I don't know that she was like uber famous or anything. Okay. Yeah. If they... If they- if, I'm assuming they were only up to this probably is from the most recent season of America's Next Time Model. So if they were looking at, you know, entertaining people from the first four seasons. Yeah, I think you go with Brittany here. I think mm-hmm. at that point you probably can't get Adrian Curry. Um, no, because she was on to bigger things. But yeah, if you were looking for just purely a personality um, from that particular show, you got to go with uh, Brittany at that point. Yeah. Um, looking at the roster like we're doing right now, uh, Jervis did get the worst of the teams. <laughs> Nobody good on this team. <laughs> Poor Jervis. Uh, he gets uh, Jonathan and Victoria from The Amazing Race. Chappelle, I know you're not an Amazing Race person. Is this your first exposure to Jonathan and Victoria? Actually... I don't think so. Weren't they on that episode of Fear Factor? The one yes. where uh, yeah, they were at, they, went, they got into everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe uh, Victoria decided to assault uh, one Johnny Fairplay, <laughs> and then uh, Jonathan decided to fight Joe Rogan. Which, if you have not seen Joe Rogan back in the day, and including now, he's a terrifying individual, and it just was a bad a bad thing because most hosts would probably call security or stop production at that point. Um, Joe Rogan decided to give uh, Jonathan Anton those hands in that moment. And so mm-hmm. they, were fight, they were about to fight on camera, regardless of what was happening. So yeah. that was my introduction to Jonathan and Victoria. Was was their stint on The Amazing Race very similar, uh, Scally? Uh, I don't know that they were like a flow and Zach, but they were definitely known for being a loud couple that was getting in a ton of arguments uh, on like covers of magazines <laughs> based on like yeah. how loud and like angry that they were portrayed. So yeah, Jonathan uh, continuing his storyline from the yeah, amazing a lot race of here. criticism for Jonathan, the way that he t- uh, spoke to Victoria during the time on the amazing race. And uh, he's coming in hot here. Uh, OTTN, I believe is the <laughs> phrase for if you're doing <laughs> scoring the edgic at home for Jonathan Baker here. Yeah, he he's easy to root against, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that's probably his character in life. You know, on Amazing Race, probably people wanted to see him lose. Definitely wanted to see him lose that fight against Joe Rogan. And here, kind of hoping that he fails a little bit. Um, he kind of rises to the occasion in some places and other places. I'm, he's doing exactly what I think he would do based off what I know about him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we have uh, Wendy Pepper. Uh, Chappelle, you mentioned Project Runway. Is Wendy Pepper an important person? Wendy Pepper is an icon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy Pepper is uh, from Project Runway. Um, Scally, is this season one or two? Uh, season, season one, one, right? 
Yeah, and she's kind of in the Jerry Manthe role of like reality TV villain. Um, where if you go back and watch it now, in the edit, you probably still wouldn't like her. But it's nothing egregious. Like they, you know, like you go mm-hmm. back and watch Jerry. Like yeah, she was kind of she was kind of aggressive, but I wouldn't say she was evil. But back then, these character types, you know, Jerry and Wendy and Amarosa, is like you know, being assertive was like. Uh, like a death sentence for a woman in reality TV like that instantly made you a villainess and so and I think Wendy Pepper kind of embraces it after the fact in the moment I think it was kind of hard for her um, but I was excited to see her here I don't think her run project runway skills are going to pl- take any like play in this strategically or athletically I don't know if that's going to help um, I doubt it but yeah if you got to get somebody from project runway not why not Wendy Pepper she was good yeah okay uh Scally, you have any thoughts on Wendy Pepper? Uh, well, first, I believe also R.I.P. Wendy Pepper, sadly. Oh! Uh, yeah, but she oh, was no. definitely a big character at the time. Uh, this is not the show that I necessarily saw being her next stepping stone. <laughs> um, this is not where I imagine Wendy Pepper coming to. Uh, so I don't know that she was the correct choice in terms of the competition aspect. But if you're going for a villain, I definitely see why you go for Wendy here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have another uh, random apprentice guy here, uh, Chris Russo, which in something that's hilarious, probably only to me on the Wikipedia for this, uh, they have linked to the wrong Chris Russo uh, instead <laughs> of the Chris Russo from The Apprentice. Uh, they are linking to Christopher Michael Russo, known as Mad Dog, the American sports radio personality best known as the former co-host of the Mike and the Mad Dog sports radio program with Mike Francesa on WFAN in New York City. So what you're saying is Chris Russo is on Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been Maybe very not. funny if they would have got New York sports talk radio personality Chris Russo here. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting, though. The Wikipedia page is kind of off. I think we need to email somebody. And, mm-hmm. uh, justice for Chris Russo, whoever that is, because I definitely that's did a not watch job there. The yep. uh, yeah. Um, Callie, do you know this guy? Uh, no. I don't uh, know Chris Russo yeah. for anything else. I think I even messaged you like did Chris Russo become Mike the Mad Dog? <laughs> so, like, this was this guy's future? <laughs> so, I know, no familiarity with Chris Russo. Humble beginnings. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, I don't know if Sam is standing by to get us some uh, other uh, Apprentice fact-checking on uh, Chris Russo on The Apprentice Season 2. Also, on the Wikipedia, they're saying Jerry Manthe is on this, tr- this team also. I didn't yeah. see her. She, uh, she didn't see up. her. I think there's a twist where it might be another average Joe (laughs) and Jerry Manthe come in as like a twist and replace some people. So (laughs) I don't know if Jerry's availability was not there or what happened, uh, but Jerry does enter late. I was sad not to see her in this first episode. Okay, let's talk about some of the things, the events that we got to see. Um, We start off with an obstacle course and Again, hold on. Yes. Rob. What? Did I forget somebody? How dare you? Yeah. Who did Are I we not going to talk about Tina Fabulous? Oh, Tina Fabulous. We're not yes. going to talk about <laughs> Tina, Tina Fabulous. I have, no, I have no clue who Tina Fabulous is. <laughs> was she that fabulous? She was from The Bachelor season three, and I have no clue who she is. Scally, what you got? 
Uh, basically nothing. Oh my <laughs> I haven't even tried researching. I watched the season. No memory. Uh, <laughs> I think it might even be a self-given nickname. I don't remember. Hmm. But yeah, <laughs> Tina Fabulous, I'm sure, was doing well for herself showing up here from The Bachelor. Yeah, Tina Fabulous, not on Cameo either. Uh, um, missed opportunity. Mm. It's good missed branding. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, would you be, rather be Tina Fabulous or Mike Boogie? I'm going with Tina Fabulous right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't think either <laughs> Chris Russo really right. is on Cameo either. Oh, we're going to find one of these people on Cameo. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it's going to be, but one of these people. Yeah. Theo Vaughn is probably on Cameo. Is he? Yeah, he's there. too big for Cameo. <laughs> Do- oh, yeah. Brian. Uh, yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. How did we forget? Um, like, Dr. Will. We know he's on. He's, I think he's on there, but I think he's very expensive. Uh, yeah, we can't see. afford him. Oh, yes. It's, um, uh, Will Kirby, CBS. Uh, that, oh, no, he's down to only $199. I think he <laughs> used to be 1000 or plus. So mm-hmm. definitely a big price reduction. Yeah. Okay. You could do with four interest-free payments of $50 also uh, now on Cameo. Oh, payment right. plan. Okay. okay. <laughs> Look, Dr. Plan. Will on layaway. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No okay, let's talk about some of the competitions we saw take place here in the Battle of the Network Stars. The obstacle course was the first one. Scally, this was impossible to follow anything that was going on. Yeah, absolutely. Especially there were time penalties and then who's coming at first, whose foot is touching the water. People are just leaping over it. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on here, especially like the announcer is not really even telling me that well. So it's completely impossible to follow. Yeah. Yeah. This was a missed opportunity to have Jeff Probst in this spot mm-hmm. because he's really good at doing stuff just like this, standing there and watching people do challenges and making them sound entertaining to the people at home. Uh, because I don't even remember this host's name, but it just gives me nothing. Adam Lee, I believe it was. Uh, I think he was most famous for, he used to be on American Gladiators. Uh, oh. <laughs> Did you ever watch that? American Gladiators? Uh, I think I is, saw the reboot, but it wasn't mm-hmm. uh, holding my attention for every episode. Is mm-hmm. he Nitro? No, Turbo. no, he was. Um, <laughs> he was one of the announcers. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. No, then I don't know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you would do that. And then, you know, it was uh, not, you know, covered well. People would like uh, lose shoes in, uh, in tires. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, I guess that Duncan Nutter was the MVP. No, absolutely not. Uh, yeah. Absolutely not. No, Especially you have yeah. the announcer like, ah, I'd hate to sound sexist, but he'll never hear the end of this if he ever loses this race. Like, okay, <laughs> not mm-hmm. great. Especially he like rolls over the finish line, not doing yeah. so hot there for Duncan Nutter. He barely won. He barely <laughs> beat Wendy Pepper. You know, Wendy Pepper from from you know the 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 mood. You know, from <laughs> Wendy Pepper has yeah. come straight from Project Runway to be the ringer that we didn't even know we had because she almost caught Dunk Nut at the end. Um, I just don't. Is he the MVP? Really? Like, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of he people. He got the interview with Trishel. Uh, I mean, what we wouldn't give for an interview with Trishel, right? But here's the thing. He was in a very close that. race. Yeah. I, I will beg. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, he was in a really <laughs> close race. Uh, you know, whereas some people completely destroyed their competition. I think, uh, was it, oh yeah, it was Will from, uh, Big Brother 5. He like took off and left, um, Bradford Cohen? <laughs> Question mark. <Yep. laughs> he left him in the dust. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. If you want to give Dunk Nut the in- MVP, sure. I, we're not going <laughs> to hear much about him in moving forward. Give him something. Yeah. Uh, Trishel was standing by. She's one of the commentators, uh, with Omarosa. And yeah, uh, how did you think that, uh, Trishel did as a play by play person, Brian? Uh, she was fine. Trishel's yeah. like a very big name at the time. So I think it sure. makes sense that she negotiated a way into commentary versus actually yes. competing here. And she is going to be part of the challenge reboot. She is. I'm very excited yes. to see Trishel back on TV. Yes. Uh, yes. you know, and she still follows a lot of these shows. She's active on Twitter. That uh, I, I think we could get her on a podcast. She follows yeah. me. Mm-hmm. We're yes. oh, you, th- yeah. And what do you talk about? Uh, we only had one conversation, and I basically was just like, you know, I was like twelve years old watching The Real World Las Vegas. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure she loved that. <laughs> yes, she did. She, she was like, "Oh, this is great!" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come talk to us on the Rob Has a Podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was happy to see Trishel. Her and Amarosa were the uh, the correspondents, and then we had some Bachelor Bachelor Bob uh, Guinea. Oh, yeah, Bob. Him. Who yes. was that? Oh, he was a big deal, Bachelor Bob Guinea. Yes. Uh, that. He was like the jilted, like, I don't think he was jilted, but he sort of, he was like the nice guy who didn't get picked, uh, by, I forget the woman's name. Was she was this, like the first bachelorette? Was it Trisha? Yeah. I yeah. She picked Trisha Ryan, Stutter, yeah. I think was yes, the other that was guy. Trisha. And then he became the bachelor. Uh, yes. and then he was on a bunch of stuff, Bob Guinea. Yeah, he oh, was okay. super popular. He was kind of the average Joe of the Bachelor world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was the everyman. People really liked him. Yeah. And he was given the lead on The Bachelor a couple years later. Yeah. You want to hear great okay. value on Cameo? Omarosa is on Cameo. Chappelle, can you guess how, how much is a Cameo from Omarosa? $60. Scally, went higher or lower than $60 for Omarosa? I would go higher for sure. That's lower. That's wow. a steal. $49 for a cameo from Omarosa. All right. Maybe the book sales did not do so well over there for Omarosa. <laughs> yeah. oh yes. my it's like, what could have happened to make her stock plummet tremendously? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> they didn't do another um, celebrity big brother? Um, or Yeah, something like that. I'm yeah. sure someone got evicted from a house. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You want to hear an Omarosa cameo? What kind of cameo is she doing? Uh, Like, I wonder, is she like uh, gonna, is she like uh, gonna be like, give you like a, like a, you know, uh, a mean Omarosa or is she gonna give you a nice Omarosa? Nice Omarosa is fun. I like nice Omarosa. She's smiling. I think she's gonna give you a nice one. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is uh, an Omarosa birthday cameo, I believe. Happy birthday, Mike. It's Omarosa here. And I wanted to join your wonderful son in wishing you a very happy birthday. I also want to encourage you to keep up the work on your books. Okay. So, yeah, Omarosa right. is going to build you see? up. Affirmations with Omarosa. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a good deal. That's uh, I would have thought it would be a lot more for uh, Omarosa on cameo. All right, it's okay. There's a little bit of time between now and your birthday, Rob. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah, that would be, that'd be nice. Like, uh, yeah. Rob, you are doing such a great job on the podcast. <laughs> We're so proud of you. Congratulations I love your work again, on Clubhouse. Yes, yeah, your, exactly. love, your work on Clubhouse is great. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, Dunk tank time. All right. I like the dunk tank, Scally. Dunk tank solid. I feel like this is the exact type of competition we should be having on this show. It is low (laughs) stakes, good TV. Uh, Definitely, uh, even the people on the show want to see some of the reality stars get dunked. So I don't know how Jonathan did not get picked here, though, in order to be dunked. How no one was annoyed with him. I have some theories. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Well, so. The thing is, they show like the re the the what is a flashback back to the original Battle Network yes, reality stars. They're like, probably. look at all the people who got dunked, Farrah Fawcett and other women in bikinis. So yep. when you have this moment, you know, 20, 30 years later, you said, let's do it again. You know, mm-hmm. so so Coral paints a target on her back for being a little bit outspoken, and Coral, who talks a lot of trash, so I uh, I could foresee her getting picked, and someone like Jonathan as well. But then. If the litmus test is how good do you look in a bikini, then Coral's going to win every time. And I think that's what they were going for. It was a little pervy, just a little bit. But because uh, some people were saying like, oh, yeah, you know, I hope we get uh, Coral's top to come off or something like that. You know, like, but this, like, they said they described this as, you know, like basically a network TV wet T-shirt. Yeah, I mean, of the 70s version. Yeah, they said like that. Yeah. That was almost like the reason why it existed in the 70s. That's why people were watching <laughs> this. Oh yeah, and this is it's revived in a similar mm-hmm. way. Coral gets dunked a bunch of times. I believe a uh, former Playboy Playboy model uh, ended up on theirs. Tina Fabulous, the v- former Playboy Victoria? model, Victoria. Yeah, I think Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. Victoria, Victoria yeah. ended up on there as well to get dunked. So yeah, they found a reason to uh, get the women in bikinis in the water. See, but it's like the skill set that you want though of the person that you put in the dunk tank though is uh, probably not the person that the producers want to put into the dunk tank. Where you saw like the Miz. Uh, being up there, like you kind of want the person up there, like uh, you can't throw. You're a loser. You're, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I, I slept with your wife. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, uh, they just want to get in your head. Yeah, I mean, which doesn't bode well for Cora, regardless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, you you'll notice Mike Boogie ends up up there. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to talk about people who uh, are going to annoy you to where you feel like I need to punish them by dunking them, then yeah, there's a couple people that stand out um but yeah you got to get the heckler up there it's because you feel like that's going to increase your odds of them not dunking you in the tank mm-hmm. yeah um Scally, any highlights from the dunk tank for you uh, i was gonna say mike not to boogie be getting dunk nuts 
<laughs> that uh, Mike Boogie getting dunked definitely ages well here. <laughs> yeah. But I like Matt Gould saying that he's going to pick The Miz for all his buddies watching MTV shows back home. Like he's just a fan. He is definitely here fangirling over all the people that he's surrounded with now. So yeah, Dunk Tank was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could okay. you imagine like now in 2021, you're like, oh yeah. I know the Miz. I dunked him a long time ago. It's a, it's yeah. a thing. Don't worry about it. It's, it's super, <laughs> super normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's like, such a big deal. Um, but yeah, uh, Matt Gould, the uh, Joe Schmo, right? Not the average Joe, but Joe Schmo. He's very excited to uh, compete against the Miz. The Miz takes off his shirt and shows like, you know, wrestler body. And then uh, Matt Gould takes off his shirt and shows off his, uh, what do you call it? A 12 pack? Yeah, okay. he wanted to uh, represent for all his, um, I forget what he said. He for, Big bellied brothers, big bellied or brothers something yeah. along that <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the big belly brothers. Uh, yeah. So I'm yeah. 12 packs. All the average Joes out there. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the Joe Schmoes out there, Rob. Please. You're getting our Joes mixed up again. Gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. This was mentioned earlier, uh, Scally. Uh, Omarosa is standing by with Austin Scarlett. Is Austin Scarlett somebody that uh, I should have known? Uh, Austin's a fun personality, but I do also think they found the right uh, role for Austin on this. I don't know that we <laughs> needed to check in on the fashion, but Austin's someone who's fun to have on TV. He's a good character, but it probably did not feel like competing in this actual game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yes. He's one of those icons in Project Runaway like Wendy Pepper. You know, uh, Austin Scarlett was known for being able to just throw together these beautiful gowns in the last minute. Um and you know he almost he almost uh, made it to the finale, I believe. But you know, I think this mm-hmm. is where you have him. You have him talking about Farrah Fawcett's outfits from years past. You do not have him in the joust if he doesn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. It's joust time, and again, we're working with. You see, Hatch working with Sharla. That they really seem very concerned about this uh, low center of gravity. And in fairness, uh, Sharla, she. Chappelle, she wants to be in the joust. She's like, this is my thing. Yeah, she's like, uh, Jimmy T, put me in the game, coach. Put me in the game. And they're like, you know, we really want to win. And, you know, the, the height difference is so, like, it's so apparent. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I, I understand why they are kind of hesitant. But at the same time, give her a chance. This is not, mm-hmm. you know, for a billion dollars and it's going to change mm-hmm. your life. And, you know, like, whatever. Give her a chance. See what happens. Uh, she she seems confident. They're testing her out. She's sturdy, as they say. And so, yeah, I was happy to see uh, Charlotte get put in the limelight. I would be more worried if this was Myrna, quite frankly. Yeah. She's the <laughs> lost her shoe in the first race. She's Charlotte's <laughs> yeah. first one. Who's Charlotte in all the time? I don't care. Yeah, Scott, I, I think if you were going to, like, rank the skills to compete in the joust, like, I think that, uh, like, low center of gravity would probably be number two. But I, I mm-hmm. think like the power to knock the other person off, I think would be the number one skill set that you would want. For sure. The problem is, I don't know that Myrna has the power behind her either. So <laughs> when you're yeah. saying that three of these women are going to have to compete in this thing. And I don't know that Sharla was, uh, you know, volunteering for either throwing the balls or the obstacle course either. So I think Mm -hmm. this probably is the best part for Sharla. She knows what she's doing. She has the low center of gravity like we've talked about. So uh, the headlining match of Sharla versus the Swan definitely is what we're all feeding into here. So it's Sharla versus Rachel Love Frazier. And uh, this is like an all-time 
iconic joust match, uh, Chappelle. <laughs> it really, they go till like they run out of time. Yeah, it's that's wrong. the thing. There's a five minute time limit. And so we've identified that Charlotte has some weaknesses and her strength is going to be her endurance in this round because she has a low center of gravity and the swan is giving her the business. I'm talking about kidney shots. Bow, 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 bow. And so you're like, like I was worried, like, okay, fall in the water because if it's me, like, uh, the swan was eating her up. But mm-hmm. Charlotte hung, hung in there. She got a couple of headshots in, illegal headshots, but she got them in there. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah, once she lasted that five minutes, it was a wash. And so she didn't lose any points, but they didn't uh, gain any points either. And so I feel like she did what needed to be done there. Cause I'm not sure Mirna would have been able to stay up there and think she would have went down after the mm-hmm. first couple of kidney shots. Yes. Um, Scully, do you think that, uh, Rachel's, uh, surgeons recommended her, uh, participate in the joust? I don't know that it was top of the list for mm-hmm. her events, but like you would think I that think- they would give her like a packet of like, here are the activities to avoid. <laughs> and you would think like joust would be high up on the list. Uh, maybe this is why they said specifically no face shots. We had to go only body. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, a few people had had uh, plastic surgery by this time, so it's probably safe just to have as a uh, as an umbrella rule. You know, everybody just kind of avoid the face. We don't know who's been yep. uh, tampering with theirs. Um, but yeah, it reminds me of that line in Clueless where she said, "My my uh, my doctor has um, has recommended I avoid activities that have balls flying to my face." There goes <laughs> so your social good. life. Yeah, <laughs> there goes your social life, uh, Rachel. <laughs> um also the announcer mike adamly he did not need to describe uh the action uh as uh charla is like a tree trunk in a hurricane like he he didn't that 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 was a uh, the picture that he didn't need to paint Uh, that didn't seem like that that was accurate statement no mike adamly (laughs) i don't know that mike was throwing my favorite commentary and yeah. this was just one example that metaphor game was not really on point um, Marie is like a linebacker is uh, that uh, Jeff Probst quote yeah like it's not like Jeff would have done much better in this spot I'll give Adam a little credit but it, it wasn't great it wasn't mm-hmm. great yeah <laughs> he uh, also I bet uh just to tie it back to the game changers uh that when Suri comes out at the Game Changers uh, reunion show uh that and like um Jeff Probst he says something with with Suri that's also like uh like we talked about like uh his uh dig woman uh when <laughs> when Suri comes out <laughs> at the reunion show he's like uh he uh encourages her to like enjoy the uh ovation and he says to her uh, like uh, you know, basically like uh, enjoy it, woman. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it, woman. No. Like, who, 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 why, Jeff? Why? Yeah, no. One size does not fit all here. We don't need that exclamation. <laughs> I don't know, nobody else says that except him. Yeah. Yeah. It- I think Jeff takes pride, and this is so off topic, but I think Jeff takes pride in being the person who got Sari off the couch. So like now, whenever she does something like, Sari, what going to the mall? Like it drive, woman. Like, you know, like he feels like he's like hyping her up. Like, you you almost did it. You got off the couch, girl. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I Jeff, please. Oh my gosh. I we might need to swap in. Who is this? Adam Lee, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Mike Adam Lee. Yeah, Mike Adamley, just for just for the reunion. That's mm-hmm. all. Let's just see what happens. He won't. He probably won't go to the crowd as much to see what the kids are voting for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We saw Richard Hatch in the joust uh, that he makes short work of a guy that he just like uh, like just like knocks him off with uh, one shot. I think this is Richard Hatch's uh, sport. 
professional yeah. jousting. Well, we even had Sue saying she wanted to take a couple shots at Richard here. So mm-hmm. I think she yeah, was little, hoping. Yeah, a little uh, like violent description about uh, what, she, what she wanted to do to Richard Hatch yeah, in the, in the jousting. She wanted to go berserk on him. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that story checks out. Yeah. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. I wonder what could have happened to lead yeah. Sue Hawk to have such a visceral fit reaction to Richard Hatch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, we saw J- Jervis battle the Miz, and Jervis got uh, DQ'd there for like uh, kind of doing a uh, a tackle of the Miz to knock him off. Yeah, the Miz is a big guy. Jervis is very happy to be the most athletic person on his team, but he is by far not the most athletic mm-hmm. person in this game. And at some point, you just got to do what you got to do. And so he was on his way down. I believe he dragged him down with him and oh, and was celebrating as if he won. I just I, I just knew, what, like, don't let that fool you. Like, I thought was <laughs> Don't coming. let that fool you. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, definitely saw, you, we definitely <laughs> saw the trash talking that came out in Blood versus Water with Jervis here. Definitely yeah. practicing, saying he's going to run through their team like diarrhea <laughs> quite the quite the line from jervis <laughs> iconic this is my guy yeah um all right, this is a twist the teams all have to vote somebody out i forgot about this yeah there was a twist <laughs> same there was a twist i was like um i was like there's still 20 minutes left in the episode what's gonna happen oh wait what are we doing yeah. voting people out to do what like where is this what happened why are we voting people out here scally I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was, but I'm guessing this was not part of the original battle of the network stars. No. Seems to probably be a twist being like, ooh, these are reality contestants. We gotta, you know, throw in a vote out every so often. So I know this does continue as they go. They eliminate teams, stuff like that. But uh, not a super eventful vote in any of the three cases here. Yeah. So um, I I will say that the dark blue team, uh, they vote uh out Sharla mm-hmm. um, that uh, why again because she couldn't do the joust <laughs> I don't know Apprentice <laughs> Heidi was pissed about this evil trust untrustworthy <laughs> Ryan Starr betrayed poor Sharla <laughs> why? she's the most manipulative person in the game yeah. she despises her Sharla <laughs> was like Ryan Starr is the snake like, oh well Ryan Starr who knew you had these kind of strategic chops that you get out of uh, you know our biggest threat here yeah. to win the game Sharla um, I think Heidi might have even been more mad about it. She She's was. calling the team. <laughs> what they she did said it was, was like despicable. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're all vindictive. She says F you to the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she also like it like they did in slow motion that Heidi like uh jumped off the bridge in the joust. Yeah, I guess there were some of these uh, you know, the uh, losers brackets going on here that we generally didn't see only shown to explain why Heidi basically volunteered to leave the team immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so wild too. Cause Heidi says, I basically quit in the job. Vote me out. Mm-hmm. And then when Charlotte gets voted out, she's like, how dare you? Like I gave my <laughs> game for my team. Ain't nobody going to give up that game for Charlotte. Like, well, no, what? None of us quit Heidi. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you don't like it, but you quit. Yeah. And then asked to be voted out. Well, some of us come from reality TV shows where we actually wanted to win. You were on The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how you did. So there you go. <laughs> Middle of the pack. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. So then Chip and Kim. This was very interesting. Chip asks, hey, does anybody want to go home? And and Kim says, you know what? Chip and I, we live together. It doesn't matter if it's me or him. I'll, I'll go home. Wow. What a, what a selfless act, Scally. Oh, my gosh. 
Seriously, I did not remember this, did not see it coming. I don't know why. There's, I know there's a, like $10,000 for the winners at the end. So uh, I get that, you know, Chip can win the 10000 but 20000 is a lot nicer for showing up here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wasn't expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. Like Chip just he just comes off like a nice guy. I really I really feel like I should go back and watch this season of The Apprentice because this yeah, seems like race. a race. Oh sorry. The amazing race. <laughs> this seems like a pretty stand up character. I would never watch the season of the Apprentice. Let me get there. I just watched I just watched the season of uh, the Apprentice, watched the whole thing. And then I didn't <laughs> right. see Chip or Chip. I just get this Heidi woman yelling about random stuff. I don't know. So, you know, like, I don't want to do that. So, um, but yeah, no, I want to go watch this season of the, uh, Amazing I think it's Race. considered to be the best season of the Amazing Race. Amazing Race five. Well, hold on. Yes. Hold on. Yes. Was this season five or six? This was season five of the Amazing Race. Chip and Kim won. Ain't we up to season at least 72? And you telling me ain't nothing touched season five? I think that's considered by many to be the best Amazing Race season. Yeah. That's what Mike Bloom and uh, Jessica Lee tell me. Oh, I heard season five of uh, Survivor is considered to be one of the best <laughs> seasons of the Survivor. Four. I heard it was top four from somebody. <laughs> Not yeah. from some people. I yeah. mean, sometimes you, once you look, sometimes you strike lightning and you never can come back from that. So maybe there that's what's go. going on with the Amazing Race. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, so that was uh, Chip and Kim. Uh, Sharla and Myrna also, and Colin and Christy, all uh, from uh, season five of The Amazing Race. The real who's who's of The Amazing Race. Yeah, yeah I think that is one of the most popular. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know who Colin and Christy are. They came they, back uh, on the reality star Amazing Race. Oh, how did they do? Mm-hmm. Very well. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, you can spoil it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were the winners. That they was, came back. They yeah. won. They won the reality star Amazing Race. Oh, okay. Did uh, Chip and uh, Kim ever play a game? They, I think they were, were, were they, did they play in All-Stars? That I don't remember off there the top two, of There were two, there were a couple of Amazing Race All-Stars. I uh, think they did. I kind of love them, and so I want to know so I can go back and find them and, and watch all of their iterations of whatever they decided to do, because um, yeah, they, they, they are great. I like them both. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me... Yeah, I don't see them. Okay. I'm looking up, yeah, I'm trying to look up uh, Chip, but I'm just going to the list of uh, Amazing Race uh, contestants. Okay. Yeah, Sam says just the one time. Okay. Uh, Sam, right. the biggest Amazing Race and the Apprentice stand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, then uh, we have one other, even Dr. Will is, uh, can't believe what a nice person uh, Kim is to, to walk away. And then yeah. uh, we also had then Somebody voted off of uh, the uh, the other team, and it was uh, who's the other vote? Oh, Heidi. No, that's that it. Heidi. It's just, yeah, it's just the three. It's Heidi, yeah. um, Kim, and uh, and Charla. Yeah. Yes, I love that because especially Coral's talking about how like, well, we really don't know who the weakest is, and Heidi's like, I know it's me. Stop like messing <laughs> around. <laughs> like, okay, sure, you volunteer. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> she's like. She's like, I gave up in that round, so I wouldn't be mad if y'all voted me out. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we weren't even talking about you, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <he says> so. <laughs> Fine. Like, I'm sure there was somebody else on that team they could have voted out without any like fanfare at all. Like, if they really thought about it, they probably could have got rid of Tina Fabulous. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So then they have like a draw of like, oh, you're not voted out. You're just going to switch teams and then pick a card one, two, or three. But then, like in the case of Kim, she went back to her original team. So basically, this was just like a tribe swap where Heidi mm-hmm. and Sharla switched teams and they tried to make it uh, <laughs> very dramatic. But uh, Heidi was pissed. And then, uh, was Sharla also not happy? 
I think Charlotte was mostly focusing her anger on Ryan and was thrilled to be going to a different team other okay. than the one she had just left. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't love this because like without without Charlotte, how will we even know that Myrna is in the game? Yeah, what's Myrna going to do? <laughs> what's she going to do now? Like, <laughs> Charlotte went to another team and Myrna's got, not going. Like, I'm surprised she didn't pull a Heidi and say, just pick me, take me too. Like, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe Myrna felt like this is my chance to escape out of Charlotte's shadow of like, uh, like be my own person. Oh, I wonder if Myrna does well in the game. I don't, I've never finished the season in modern day, so I don't even remember. Does she, does she, is she able to shine without Charlotte carrying all the weight for the team? Yeah. Maybe uh, she goes like, great. <laughs> Everybody's always Charla, Charla, Charla. What about Myrna? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hopefully she doesn't take any balls to the face like, um, Jan, Marsha? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, it's a Marsha. Marsha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, and Go that's boss. Battle of the Network Reality Stars episode one. Yeah, that is. it was fine. Will we watch yeah. the rest of the series? How many more episodes are there, Scally? Do we know? There are five more episodes, and I know they did a reunion at which Will which, met his future wife, Erin, who was yes, also from, asked to be on the show. Money. Yes. yes. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. We yeah. gotta find that reunion, if nothing else. That's good. That's probably some good TV. Did he, did he propose at the reunion like a, like a Mike Boogie would? He and, met uh, her there, yeah. Yeah, oh, it was just okay. the meeting. Uh, mm-hmm. Mike Boogie may have done the proposing, but I don't know that that was Will's move so quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So maybe next month we'll watch the other uh, in the pros column. There's only five more episodes, Chappelle. Yeah, it's a short one. Um, and so that would take a lot of stress off of you and myself. Also, you know, if Scally wants to pop back in and give us some more of his expertise, that would be lovely. Yeah. But five episodes is an easy do. So if you guys want to vote for that. Scally, you know, are I you the Battle of the Network know. Reality Stars expert? Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, what I have been working to, towards in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. so are you willing to be like in the dunk tank spot and we'll talk trash about whoever else we get on board to watch these other uh, first episodes later this month? Oh, I'm down. I've been in a dunk tank before, so I'm ready for you it. Have? I'm used what to it. You, I have. Yes, you were. Th- <laughs> what did you say? Uh, I don't remember exactly, but I have a mouth on me, so it was, uh, <laughs> it was yeah. not going down quietly. <laughs> I, well, I mean, that hey. makes sense. Like, I feel like that you do have like a like a cutting Twitter account. Like, I feel like that maybe you could like <laughs> uh, be coming up with like some really good zingers of people that are throwing the ball. Yeah, you know, it was uh, a fun one day. I'm not signing up as a full time job or anything. There, <laughs> they make the water very cold. Yeah, it's absolutely free. Yeah, I would not like that. <laughs> was was the water clean? I believe uh, one of the average Joe said their water looked like it was the water from the original Battle yeah. of the Network, the Network Stars from back in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they had swapped the water out by the time you were in the dunk tank. Yeah, this water looked disgusting, especially Mike the Miz was threatening to pee in it. Pull yeah, Fabio I mean, think Judd. of the people that were in the water uh, <laughs> from what we saw. Like, yeah. yeah, so not this dunk tank. I would not be volunteering to go in here. Mm-hmm. Mike the Miz going full Jacob Jones in the dunk tank. <laughs> they call him Jacob the Wiz. <laughs> <laughs> yes um, you know maybe uh Chappelle, is this like a, a good idea for like the like should there be some sort of like a battle of the rhap podcast stars should we have like a field day one someday 
look, we already have the the title card in Puya Racing Mike Bloom, right? Yes. <laughs> so, look, as far as I'm concerned, we got it is in the middle of a pandemic right now, but yeah. people are getting vaccinated. The world is going to open up one day. I know it is. I'm a, I'm very mm-hmm. optimistic. And so we got plenty of time to plan this. And so, yeah, if Puya is racing Mike Bloom, then we got to get some other good matches in here. Maybe Nicole will race Akiva. Uh, maybe maybe we can put no, it. I, I, I would take Nicole. Nicole. I mean, Nicole runs on the treadmill. Um, I know, right? We just want to see Akiva mm-hmm. get embarrassed by Nicole. That's yeah. what we're doing this for. Um, Akiva you know, can't tie his shoes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, the Velcro shoe might not be so bad in a in a race, mm-hmm. but who knows? Uh, but you know, the uh, Mike and Puya uh, races. I mean, I really don't even know which way to go with that one. I, I don't know who I put my money on. So yeah. yeah, let's sign it up. I won't be participating. Scally and I will be. Co- oh, you're, you're gonna be like be the, the tr- Trishel or a Bob, Bob Guinea or Omarosa. I'm definitely Trishel and mm-hmm. Scali is Amorosa, like we're doing here. We, uh, <laughs> we're, we're doing this. We talked about it. Sam won't go on Amazing Race with me, so I gotta find a different partner. I am uh, the Mirna to his Charla. And we will be talking about uh, these contestants yeah. as the RHAP uh, Battle of the uh, Rahab Stars. <laughs> but but I, I enjoyed the sequester that you guys did yes. uh, before my time, obviously. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, run it back. Well, I feel like <laughs> the re- that, that the battle of the uh, RHAP podcast network stars, uh, I think there'll be less hard feelings there because it's not even like uh, that we don't need to vote people out, but it's sort of like uh, in, this, in this battle, like, you know, uh, if Taryn... Uh, like loses a, a obstacle course. Well, he's an American Ninja Warrior, so he, he needs to he needs to win that. But you know, uh, like if he uh you know loses to Liana in uh like one of the events, it's like uh, maybe there'll be some hard feelings, but I don't think they'll be like they'll fester. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just wait till the, the dark blue team votes me out. I'm gonna hold in a grudge, <laughs> just like Charla. <laughs> yes, we are gonna be in the background. I'm gonna be interviewing Scally. Like, so Kirsten voted, let the vote out of you. What do you think about her? He's gonna be like, like Ryan Star. Like, she's horrible. She's the most despicable person in this game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this sounds like it has legs, Rob. I'm, okay. I'm not saying we should not. We should do it. But we should not not do it. Okay. <laughs> Look, we may not watch the rest of this series, but at least uh, we have uh, come up with the kernel of an idea here for something that might happen. <laughs> like, uh, if we ever have a, another live show, maybe we need to build a field day around uh, the maybe the day after. Yeah, Rahap episode, Renap episode uh, two uh, two hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we got t- plenty of time. We can get we can get it all covered. We'll, f- you we'll know. figure it all out. Okay. Yeah. Um, next time out. Okay, we do have some uh, news about what we will do next time. If you want to get ahead and uh, see what episode uh, Chappelle and I will watch uh, next week, we will watch the premiere of Beauty and the Geek, and we'll do that with Jenny Autumn. Uh, that's an average Joe like show, Chappelle. It seems like every third show back then was an average Joe like show, you know, every other show was like, how do we take this really attractive person to be with these not so attractive Mm -hmm. people? And let's laugh at them in the meantime. But I think beauty and the geek didn't handle it uh, poorly at all. Cause I I believe it's one of those reality shows with a ton of spinoffs and a ton of like, you know, they have sequels, you know? So I think beauty and the geek probably kind of handles it in the best way. Maybe I if I remember it correctly, but I guess we'll find out when we talk about it with Jenny. 
Scally, did they ever do like uh here's uh you know an average looking woman uh and now here are a bunch of like uh like hot studs for her to go on dates with? You know, I don't know that TV executives were unfortunately thinking this way. Damn this uh, patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I can remember it off the top of my head. Hmm. Okay. All right, let us know if that happened. Uh, you yeah. think they tried like every single version of this. They didn't come up with that one? Hey, they can do it now. Plain Jane. Yeah. <laughs> average Joe. Probably- you would say average Joan. Yeah, yeah. Jane. <laughs> average Joan. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, look, I'm sure it happened. We just are we are, we are knocking at the door of whatever that show is, and we just haven't heard the name yet. But the moment someone says it, we're gonna go. Oh yeah, that's a thing that happened, and we just <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of blocked it out of our memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of these shows don't hold up well, but um, I, I have confidence in Beauty and the Geek. Yes. Um, but I, I know there's gonna be some cringy moments in there, and I'm excited to talk about them. Okay. Yeah, Beauty and the Geek, uh, also a 2005 uh, reality series. Uh, but it got yeah got started uh, 2005 when that was on the was it the was it still the was it still the WB at that time or was it C official was it CW? I would guess it was WB off the top of my head, but I do not know. Uh, no, it was the uh, premiered on the WB in uh, yeah. June 1st, 2005. So summer of 2005 wow. had it all. Uh, Battle of the Network <laughs> reality stars. Big Brother Six, Beauty and the Geek. What all, else could you ask for? It was you all know, going on. Seventeenth yeah. season of The Apprentice, probably by that time. You know, yes, <laughs> actually. Uh, so that uh, for the fourth season of Beauty and the Geek, the producers modified the formula to include an extra team consisting of a male beauty and a female geek. So uh, they, they team. only took them four seasons, but they got to. <laughs> one team. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've never watched an episode of Beauty and the Geek. I'm looking forward to uh, checking it out. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I remember watching it in the real time, and I'm sure once I start seeing some of the contestants, this is going to come flooding back to me. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a, one of those. It's honestly, if you have to talk about reality TV shows, there's a ton of them. They come a dime a dozen. But you know, Beauty and the Geek is in the it's in the top like tier of reality TV shows from that era. Yes. Uh, and Sam Moore says uh, you can find it on YouTube if you want to watch uh, to uh, check that out. Um, this was very, so fun uh, that uh, it was not a great episode of television, but I had a lot of fun talking it through. Yeah, the goal is to and Scally, this is mostly Scally's idea. Honestly, the goal is to use something like this to talk about the reality TV stars and kind of just give you an overview of what we're talking about when we talk about the rewind. Right. Because mm-hmm. there's some reality TV shows from a couple years ago that just aren't aged enough. You know, mm-hmm. probably not problematic enough to dive into, but um, these are the ones we're talking about. We're talking about the Austin Scarlets of the world and, you know, the Amorosas. We're talking about the people who paved the way for reality TV stars today. And so, yeah, I, I a ton of fun. Uh, what I wanted a little bit more, though, Rob, is I know you know these people in real life. You don't got any good stories with any of these people. And I'm not talking about Sue Hawk <laughs> and Richard Hatch. I need you to dig deep. Tell me about the time Tina Fabulous threw a drink in your face. <laughs> no, Tina Fabulous, <laughs> Tina Fabulous, I, I did, I, I did not know. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I used to listen to Chris Russo on WFAN all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, um, maybe, maybe one day, Chappelle. Okay, all right. Uh, look, I know you and Burton are keeping the good stories yeah. together. You- yeah, hey, Burton pack. was there with the, that night uh, me and you got together. Ooh, Burton was where? In Texas. Was he there? Yeah. I just remember, I just remember Colby and, um, 
and uh, Mike Holloway being there, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, of course Debbie Sapp. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> you got Sapp, yeah, yeah, and and Mister Spradlin himself. I got to hang out with uh, Kim Spradlin's uh, husband, who Travis, corrected me and told. Yeah. Yeah, he said, it's Wolf. And I said, sure, Kim's husband. Stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop it. Um, and Scally, this was so fun to have you on here. Uh, and a great suggestion for the Rewind. Yeah, I was super excited. While the episode might not be the most exciting, it's a great vehicle to talk about like the big reality stars of the time. People that I'm sure everyone listening grew up watching, whether, you know, at least on a couple of these shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Scally, where can people keep up with uh, all your tweets and everything you're doing? All right. Well, I am on Twitter. Yeah, this is like Brian. the battle, the battle of the Twitter stars in this podcast. <laughs> Scally is iconic. I look. I was excited when Scally followed me back. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what am I going to do here?" And then he started <laughs> to bully me and run my entire life. And it's fine. I'm very happy. Coming I love from it here. The Chappelle, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Over on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally, and then also talking about the modern day battle of the network reality stars in what mm-hmm. the channel challenge has become over on MTV. Uh, if you've already listened to the challenge wrap up and want even more talking about that with Matt Ligori on uh, the Dom and Colin podcast. And then I will be popping up on Big Brother coverage, including uh, the update this Saturday morning. So I will Ooh, see you guys there. Okay. All right. That's a good spot. Uh, I'm excited. Post nomination. <laughs> exactly. I feel yeah. like you really get the lay of the week by Saturday. So I'm yeah. excited. All right. That'll be Today. very exciting. And then, uh, Chappelle, what else do you have going on? I think. Oh, you were Bryce this week. Yeah, I was. I was like, I think this is it. Well, Bryce and I recorded a a, a episode of Purple Pants podcast to review the show, the movie Soul Food, um, which Bryce and I we had a, a great time talking about. And so I think that was released this week. Um, of course, you can find me here next week with Rob to talk about another reality show episode one, um, and you can find me uh, talking about The Walking Dead with Jessica Lee. Josh Wiggler has um, given Jessica the keys to the car, and I've hopped mm-hmm. right into the past into the seat, and we are talking about The Walking Dead for uh, these last. Uh, I guess this is the penultimate season, right? Because the l- next season is last. Mm-hmm. And Rob, thank you for joining us last week. Yeah, sorry, I was able to pop on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I missed you on uh, Monday, but I did watch a Walking Dead episode for the first time in two years, and I didn't miss it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's okay. we can have you on in yeah. the future. It, we we are going to miss you. Ah. I missed you too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're still in a fight though. Uh, but well, yeah, what are we but fighting we, about? Well, you know what we're fighting about. <laughs> we're not going to get into this in front of the patrons. Oh my gosh. They pay too much money to hear us bicker. But uh, yeah, I am on Twitter, as you all probably already know. Um, follow Scally, but also follow me if you want to uh, at Chappelle's underscore show, C H A P P E L L S underscore show. Yes. You can also follow me on Clubhouse. It's yes. the same name. Yeah, and so uh, I'll be on there often, probably talking to Scally and Rob. <laughs> yes, Scally, you like the clubhouse? I love the clubhouse. I'll always pop in. Uh, I don't want to, you know, jump in and derail the conversation. Yeah. So I'll listen. I'll jump in and participate when I have the chance. If there's not too much noise going on over here or something, but yeah, clubhouse is fun. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of fun on uh, the clubhouse. And uh, Chappelle, you didn't like uh, Renap this week. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Too much ranch talk. Stop saying the word. I just, it's just, I could hear Tommy dying to chug that ranch. And had he done it, even without a video, I would have vomited 
It, like I was driving in my car. I just got in he my did back it. seat. He he did a shot of ranch on the on the oh. podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really thought I liked Tommy as a person. Yeah, I, 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 I still do, but it's a lot harder now. Yeah. So not my favorite episode of Renap. I had some complaints. JCR, how dare you try to fire the good doctor Amanda Rabinowitz for some lemonade? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm ex- I'm excited to see how the bracket ends up, right? Because we still have one more round. I mean, you might right? still have one one more. I round. mean, I'm not done. Yeah, I'm not yeah, done with yeah, the episode still, yet. Like, yeah, for <laughs> everybody to, else that listens to the stop. podcast, that they, they 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 there's nothing left. Look, I had to stop because uh, you know uh, I was getting squeamish, but mm-hmm. uh, I was just hoping that we could get um, <laughs> we could get Tommy out of there. And luckily, it was one of my tweets that did it. Mm-hmm. Who would have known that I have a tweet calling Ranch disgusting and Tommy just letting it fly? If mm-hmm. you were the biggest Ranch fan, you would have shut me down. Shut and he did down. Not. I'm glad he got out of there. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next time to talk about Beauty and the Geek with Jenny Autumn. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.